Guest of Pressure Points with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is by Bomberman AJ. We're coming at you with season four, episode 45, The Big Old Boom, part two. So strap in and get ready. It's an encore episode, finishing what we started last week. So find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points of Pressure. Damn, you're so professional. It sounds just as good the second time. Yeah, you know, I I feel like if we compare my first intro or anything from the first season to now, or even last season, or even like last week to this week's intro, I have improved so much. <laughs> I think overall we have improved drastically and you've improved as a person uh, not as much, but I don't know your I intros have, I don't know have, have definitely improved. I'm thinking about unlisting season one. Really? Yeah, think about it. I mean, let's just let's just go back to our notes and re-record all of them. <laughs> I don't still we'll just, have those we'll, notes. We'll write down all the good jokes we had. And yeah. We'll repeat them. We'll do better. it a word for word retelling. <laughs> Pressure points, season one, but better. <laughs> no, no, because, you know, eventually we can only list a certain amount of episodes like and have them out at a time. So, you know, every we, we got a hundred. This is a hundred and one really? first episode. I didn't know that we couldn't have like our full catalog. Up yeah. All yeah. Times. There is a limit. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> You're like, it's actually 12. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. OK. No. It, so, you know, eventually these the first episodes will start dropping off. We just got to go back and find the, the ones where we accidentally say our names <laughs> that we never edited out or give out like your address. Oh, yeah. I like those ones. But I say it backwards. Season two. Lots of <laughs> lots of lots of season two. <laughs> season one and two. No, just let's just say two. Lots of season two episodes have our full names, addresses and credit card numbers. So go listen to every episode yeah. to find it. All of season two. Yeah, do it. I dare you. I yeah. bet you can't find it. Bet you can't. You the have to, to find you have out. to download it and then play it in reverse <laughs> right. and then tune it to 372 gigahertz. Oh, goodness. Uh, welcome back. Yeah. By the way, it's a bonus episode. It is my Magnum holiday opus. gift oh. to you from D to all. Except me. Yeah. Except for AJ. He, <laughs> this uh, is actually my punishment. Um, yeah. I came back. You got the encore episode? Daddy's back. It's because as soon as we left the studio, all I could hear in my ears at the end of the last episode was, one more podcast, one more podcast, the, and the I emails, had to come back. Yeah, the emails rolled in. We answered your cries for another show. The president of the United States made an executive order that we had to finish part two before the end of season four and here we are by government requirement your and government required podcast for you for for our listeners we're back um so let's do a recap so uh german luftwaffe pilot goes oceans 11 yeah we're caught (laughs) pretty good we're caught caught up up entirely (laughs) so um, abusive husband and uh, failed Luftwaffe pilot and failed restaurateur and failed good gambler 
and uh, failed landscape designer John Burgess. <laughs> I, I'm going to list all of It's his, quite uh, the resume. His, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. Uh, John Burgess. He finds out that he owes tens of thousands of dollars to the IRS, which is the best thing to get in the mail. <laughs> so he devises a plot to uh, steal the Declaration of Independence. That and also to bomb Harvey's resort where he's been gambling for uh, a couple decades. Better part of two years. Oh. Um, no, not, not <laughs> super, super long. Uh, better part of five years. Sorry. So he steals about a thousand explosives from like this dam. I think I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty I, sure it was like a construction site dam yeah, thing. I ate a lot of weed for for Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> um, yeah, steals a thousand pounds of explosives and builds a bomb, which it ends up being the largest like homemade bomb the FBI has seen ever. Um, they drop it off at Harvey's resort after staying at a motel where their license plate was written down, which doesn't really matter. I'm not going to come back to that at all. Um, and yeah, so here we are. So, so right now the plan at this point, so the FBI has arrived, they've gotten a letter or they found the letter that was like, Oh yeah, send this here, blah, blah, blah. We need $3 million or we'll blow the place. Or we won't tell you how to fucking defuse a bomb. So, the plan right now is they're going to steal the helicopter at gunpoint that's carrying the $3 million. That can't find them. Yeah, that cannot find them. <laughs> He's been hovering around for about better part of like an hour and a half, like two hours at this point. And so this helicopter is supposed to land just off of like... Oh, it was 15 miles off of, five miles off of Highway 50, sorry. Wow. Um, Get your highways correct. Yeah. John and his youngest son, Jim, would steal the helicopter oh, at gunpoint. Yeah. I they forgot he named his it. kid fucking cock names. Yeah. So sorry were, to Johns and Jims yeah, out there. John Jr. So <laughs> they would fly it to a clearing next to Highway 88. Jim would hop out. They would toss out the money. And John's other son, John... Junior, though, I'm going to call him Junior. Uh, they take the money and Jim home. And then John takes the now empty helicopter covered in fingerprints to his girlfriend at the Cameron Park Airport. And then she takes him home and they leave the helicopter there. It's foolproof. It's it's the perfect plan. Yeah, it's a perfect Simple. plan if you're not a Burgess. Well, yeah. So... Uh, if you didn't use up all of your karma by flying for the Luftwaffe. Yeah, right. Uh, so, like I said, the helicopter pilot working for the FBI had been flying around for basically two hours at this point. Uh, and he landed, waited 45 more minutes to hear anything on the phone. He never saw the strobe light signal that he was looking for. Which you never explained why. Oh, I will. Okay, um, good. So... That, that was the cliffhanger that I'm waiting yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. So nothing comes back from the pilot. So the governor issues a statement. He releases it on radio, TV, everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he basically is requesting a clarifying message due to failure to enlighten and in confusion following the previous directions, which it was basically, hey, 
fly the five miles, find us, whatever, right? Um, and we'll give you more information once we have the money. Now, while waiting for the chopper, John and Jim are posted up on the side of the mountain. And they're pretty high up there because they want to be able to strobe yeah. at this guy. And they've got it wired to a fucking car battery. So it's starting to get kind of cold, right? Oh, no. And so they kind of turn to each other. They haven't heard a helicopter. They haven't seen anything in a while. So at this point, it's been a few hours, and they're like, I don't think they're going. I don't think they're fucking coming. So they unload their guns. Yeah, I know. Just wait. So they unload their guns, and they do... One of these stupidest moves when you've told the FBI where you're going to be. And they begin dismantling their bullets and emptying out the gunpowder to start a fire so that they can warm themselves up. Basically, setting a signal fire as to where they are. Right? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't they just, like, grab some sticks? Why do you need gunpowder for that? Now, <laughs> bless you. Sorry. Now you know why. Part two had to be its entire own episode. Holy shit. Because the fuckery that's about to happen is just phenomenal. So, they empty the gunpowder, and they set themselves a fire to keep warm for the next few hours. Now, John Jr. is waiting at his clearing over on Highway 88, and he looks up into the mountains, because he's only a few miles away from where his, his dad and his brother are staying, and it's almost like 6 a.m. at this point. And he just sees a little beep, 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 And it's the strobe light. And he's like, what the fuck? Why is that pointed at me? And then he's like, wait a minute. They don't have the chopper yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So they're signaling John, basically saying, hey, plan's off. Yeah, no helicopter. Yeah. So... John and Jim hide the strobe light, the guns, and a bunch of other equipment, and they're just like, we'll pick this up later. Let's <laughs> hike down to Highway 50, five miles away, where we were dropped off. So begins the, the climb back down the hill while leaving all of your evidence back up on top, fingerprints and all. Beautiful. This is the 80s. They didn't know about fingerprints yet. <laughs> yeah, certainly not. <laughs> the FBI wasn't. Nah, they're not the CIA. Come on. Yeah. So They don't, they don't have that sweet, sweet cocaine money. <laughs> yeah, right. No, this is 1980. They Nobody has that sweet, sweet cocaine money. You got to wait for the Reagan administration for oh, that. Oh, yeah. A couple more years. Yeah. So, uh, John, or sorry, John Jr., head toward, he heads towards his dad's girlfriend, Ella, to let her know that the deal is off and it's time to just let the bomb explode yeah, dismantle you're gonna make me sneeze fuck yeah it's because it's so shocking <laughs> mine was more alpha yeah, yeah well i don't <laughs> like sneezing i love reminds me sneezing. of coming and i hate that <laughs> yeah i i hate coming <laughs> um so when you're driving to go pick someone up after a failed heist what do you feel is the worst thing? One of the worst things that could happen. Stop for Arby's. Flat tire. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Both that's of those. Good. Okay. Or hitting a deer. Um, <laughs> so, so John Jr. is heading to go pick up Ella. And after his 
after the failed attempt to get three million fake dollars that the FBI's put in a chopper and basically burning all of your bullets, the other son now decides what a better day than to put a deer through my fucking windshield. <laughs> no, he doesn't he doesn't totally destroy his car, but I mean it's an 80s car, so it basically just flings this thing off to the side. It's like nothing happens, but it still dents up the front of the car pretty bad. So, he gets to Ella with blood on the front of his fucking car, and I'm sure she's just like, what the hell just happened? And she hops out of her car and says, Junior, I just heard a message on the radio from the governor that they want more information. And Junior's just like, oh my god, like, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing we right now? We drew them a map. Yeah. <laughs> Literally told them, fly five miles and look for a, a strobe light. So obvious. It's the 80s. Like, they were all using candles for, yeah. for yeah, lighting their homes a, at the time. All the street lights were, were <laughs> candles. A man had to go and I mean, light them every night. To be fair, this is a strobe light that's powered by a fucking car battery. Yeah. This thing was probably signaling the Hubble Space Telescope. <laughs> That's well, why it got lost, is because it scrambled the signal. Yeah. Uh, no, I, don't, I don't know. <coughs> oh, goodness. Good gravy. Verona. So, uh, they rush to go pick up Jim and John from the highway, and Ella's driving. So, she is tense. She's fucking nervous. She what? really... What? Why is she nervous? Well, because imagine the... Is it the deer? fucking beating she's going to get from John because he failed. I forgot about that, yeah. Because he's emasculated himself. Mm-hmm. So, she's just got her fucking foot on the gas, right? Mm-hmm. So... When you're coming from, uh, where is it? The fucking airport... There's kind of a hairpin turn, just whips around. And if you don't know hairpin turns, <laughs> it's like a really, it's like a U-turn that you take, but it's supposed to happen. <laughs> These things are quick and they like, you're they're not ready turns. for them. Yeah, you're, you're flying if off. you aren't slowing oh, down for them, no. you could, I don't know, run into the side of a mountain or something. <laughs> so, uh. After hitting a deer? Yeah. Well, oh, different no. car, yeah. Different car, they sorry. Left, they left dad's, um. Beater. Yeah. Which is also what they call mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Ella's driving. They didn't leave her up there. Um, so, yeah, they've got, let's see. No, uh, Junior's driving another car. So, Ella's driving and Junior's up ahead of her. So he takes a turn. She just drives right, right into the into side a of the mountain, slams her face into the fucking uh, steering wheel, and Perfect. breaks her nose, cuts up her face and everything. This car is fucking totaled. It's done. No right? airbags, no seatbelts, because it's the yeah. 80s. So it's surprising that uh, Ella's not done. It was probably a suicide attempt to get out of this Probably. So uh, Junior slams on his brake, hurries back. And just throws her in in the car, and he's like, "We'll come get this later." Like, <laughs> let's whatever. leave this evidence here. We'll take care of this later. And they see John and Jim hiking just up to Highway 50 as they get there. So John and Jim hop in. Um, they're like, "What the fuck happened?" And they break it down. Hey, this like the car they're driving up in 
dad's car is dented with fucking blood on it from a deer. Ella's all busted up. <laughs> you can imagine you're just finishing hiking and you're like, God, we still got to go pick up like the strobe light. Okay, what else can we do? We can still kind of hold them off for a little bit longer. The car pulls up and you're like, what the fuck? Why did you I thought, hit her with the car? I thought we had it bad. We tossed our bullets into the stream, basically. Like, what are we doing? Jesus. Yeah. So they hop in. They're like, Ella's fucked up in like the worst way possible. And John goes, okay, let's go pick up the strobe light. We need to drive up there and pick that that evidence up, which is fair. Fair I enough. Guess. If you're trying to cover up your crime. Yeah. So they swing the five miles up to go pick up everything. Not hiking. They could drive up there. I don't know why they didn't just drop them off there, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah. So they pick everything up and they head to the hospital. Now. They drop her off at the hospital, and John and Junior, I mean, they've been driving quite a bit the last fucking, what, two days now. Yeah. So they decide, let's swing by a gas station, and we need to make a call on a payphone because it's been a few hours. These guys haven't fucking heard anything. They've got a bomb waiting in there. They've got $3 million that they might be able to get their hands on is the bomb on a timer uh no it just has a series of fucking setups on it it might have a timer i they're fucking like what's the nine different they're like nine detonators on it i think that it's if they don't do it they said they could do a remote triggering oh okay or if you don't dismantle this it will explode like eventually it's really volatile because it's a thousand pounds of dynamite yeah so i think the dynamite started Any, sweating. Like, I think a lot of it was like failed fuses. So if they cut the wrong one, it blows. If they try to move it anywhere, it blows kind mm. of thing. So. Uh, and there's a small man inside waiting for the signal to blow it yeah. up. Bill Bill and Terry, the two guys that helped take it, are just sitting inside surrounded by a thousand pounds of dynamite. Just sweating. holding the charges like, please give them the millions. <laughs> Um, now Junior and John go to this gas station, Junior hops out and he makes a call to, now what they're doing is they're contacting the sheriff's department and then the sheriff's department operator patches them through in some cases. So this is how they were like, Hey, look under the table in front of you. And that's where your note is. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) So they call the sheriff's department and they say, um, let's see. Oh, I just lost my place in my notes. Oh my God. Oh God, oh no. Oh, you know what? We're canceling this show. Right? Um, so they say flip switch number five and wait further, wait for further instructions. So this switch that they tell them to, to flip is literally a time buying switch. It's not connected to anything. There's no use for it. John just literally put switch. it on there just in case they needed to bide more time, which is kind of ingenious. That's kind of smart, yeah. Yeah. It's I'd like, have that thing covered with so many switches, you wouldn't know oh, what yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and nobody's going to touch them because the bomb might blow. So, at Harvey's Resort, the FBI is, they're working with like every bomb detective in the area, they get some fucking dude in there that's like, 
if we do a vertical blast, it will cut the the all of the detonators in a millisecond, directly in half, disarming the bomb. And they're like, okay, we'll take everybody except for you. I'm not kidding. That's a real a oh real my. dude was like, yeah, no. we, can, we can cut these two boxes. <coughs> Fuck, man. <clears throat> God, you're Sorry. so <laughs> unprofessional. Jesus. My bad. Um, so they, over the last few hours that they've been waiting for instructions, they've performed like an x-ray on the bomb itself. Fancy. And they've determined that there's like a a small box on top of a larger box that they initially thought it was all connected, but all of the like fuses and detonators travel through this smaller box into the larger one. All the bombs are in the smaller so that's why that guy was like, well, why don't we just saw it in half with a fucking, <laughs> like a samurai sword, like, which sounds it, like you, the most you, fucking 1980s you'll move thing. faster using the samurai sword than you could with a bullet. And it would be more precise. Like, yeah, it's the, been folded 4,000 times. Shut the fuck that's up, Gary. 10,000 <laughs> folds. Oh, damn. You um, weeb. Yeah, let me see if I can. Ah, uh, no, it's too late. But, um... They kind of start coming up with ideas as to how they're going to remove the top from the bottom. No, trust me, it's very difficult because, to remove the top from a bottom. Yeah, they've started questioning the directions that they're being given. Because at this point, they're just like, if we switch this, they haven't gotten their three million, so maybe this thing will just blow. But who knows? And so before they make any plans, they're like, okay maybe we'll do this. So they hook up a lanyard to a series of pulleys. <laughs> There's always a series of pulleys. Because it's a fucking 1980s, like, heist comedy movie. <laughs> and they're ready to pull it, and someone comes up and says, don't flip that switch. It might, it might blow it. And they're like, okay, we'll go back up. And um, they realize that... Uh, the money hasn't exchanged hands. Like, nothing is going as planned at this point. Mm -hmm. So, they create what's called a linear-shaped charge, and they're <laughs> going to separate the detonators from the explosives. You son of a with bitch. A, there's, like, a two-by-four bolted onto a table, and it's got a <laughs> blast cap on one side that wraps around to the other side of the bomb. So, these two blast caps are supposed to just explode on either side and just shoot the top off like a fucking bottle cap, right? Amazing. Amazing. It should work, right? Sure. It's only a thousand pounds of dynamite. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the casino probably has insurance. Yeah. And I mean, I named this episode the big old boom because they did defuse the bomb. Aw, spoiler. No, it fails fucking miserably. Uh, the bomb explodes. Oh, oh. And, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm oh, not kidding. So they, they attempt set, to disarm it. I thought you they said they did this disarm up. it. No, they, they get the thing. Oh, I was kidding. No. Oh, they set up the charges. They're like, this is going to work. The owner of Harvey's Resort is across the street in another casino just looking out the window. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. They Boom. contact him and they say, hey, we're working on defusing this thing. Though... It's very unlikely. And he's just like, 
don't do anything. Just leave it. And they're like, no, 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 no. We got this. It's fine. We're not going to wait. We're the FBI. We'll, we'll do it. We've never failed on anything before. We didn't fail in Colombia. <laughs> we didn't fail in Venezuela. We didn't fail in Brazil. We didn't fail in Argentina. And we're not, not going to fail, fail in now. Tahoe, God damn it! <laughs> so, so Harvey uh, is just hanging Shitting out. himself. Chewing his fucking fingernails, sweating his dick off. And his building fucking explodes <laughs> just, on the second I'm just floor. Imagining he's, yeah, he's like looking through a glass wall. Well. And just shitting himself. When they, when they went up to tell him that they were thinking about detonating it, he basically tells them, don't do it. Like, I could, I, like, you're going to be costing a lot of people jobs. A lot of my staff might die. And they go, buildings evacuated. It's fine. Although it might still explode. But good luck. So in the building that he's standing in across the street, all of the windows fucking shatter from this explosion. <laughs> and mind you, this is a fucking huge resort. Yeah, like this it's is on a the big second place. floor. So it's managed to blow up the building into just rubble and destroy something that's across a fairly large road. Yeah, it's a huge bomb. Yeah, and this is also the road that they were dumb enough to wheel that fucking bomb across <laughs> oh, connected yeah. to the back of their van. Yeah. Um, so amazing. Yeah, it so um, let's see. They uh back to uh John and Jim. They are <clears throat> driving home and the fucking audacity of these guys blows my mind. Junior tells his dad and Jim he still has to work that day. <laughs> so he's like, I need to get I home so home. I'm not late for my shift because what's more su suspicious being late for your shift than being late for your shift the day a fucking casino exploded <laughs> and you're covered in deer guts and dirt. I love so, it. I love everything that's happening. Damn, dude. So John and Jim hop in the car. They leave Ella at the hospital. And like, yeah, damn bitch got hit by a car. I don't know who did really it. Though. So Junior's driving, and he just he's speeding home. He's got to get to that job. Yeah, he's got to get home in time for work. He didn't get the, the millions of dollars that they yeah, were expecting. Yeah. What the fuck? Some people still have to work. You know, we're, we can't just shell out millions of dollars when our home could be threatened to be exploded. Now, he gets pulled over for speeding. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. And the cop notices the fucking damage on the front of the car. And it's like, what happened? And he goes, oh, I hit a deer. And he's like, okay, like, is everything cool? Where did you hit this deer? And he just kind of like bullshits and makes up a story. He's trying to rush this this officer along. So the officer like gives him a citation, goes back to his car, and he writes down like that they hit a deer, that John Jr. was acting quite suspicious, and that there were two kind of shadowy, suspicious figures in the back seat. But he didn't really see who they were. Yeah. Who's These in the back guys, seat going to work? It's his dad and his fucking brother. Neither of them sat in the front seat, probably because it's covered in Ella's blood, which is another dead giveaway to this <laughs> stupid 80s cop. Oh, Jesus like, Christ. All right, Junior. You, you be safe now, you hear, buddy? 
So. <laughs> I'm like, amazing. I'm the the luck I'm of these amazed. people. I feel like it would have gone off without a hitch if if John hadn't used up all of his his dirty Nazi luck back, back yeah. at the Soviets, man. It's just Seriously. insane. Now, they get home, Junior heads to work, and John and Jim hop into Jim's truck and they go back to the hospital. Like, well, I gotta pick up Ella. Yeah, exactly. They're it's just I love it. Imagine love being in Jim's shoes. You're just like, oh my god, how many fucking trips do I have to take today? Yeah, like, in my sucks. in my now two busted cars. Yeah. And I gotta shit sleep the night before because I had to sleep next to a fucking fire <laughs> that was made with <laughs> a gunpowder gun fire. <laughs> Who knows how volatile that shit is? It's as bad as the bomb. So uh John thinks, you know, I we should probably send another another message because you know that it takes cops like fucking 45 minutes to process anything. <laughs> Especially back then, they'd have to call it in, literally call it yeah, in. Yeah, like on the phone. Yeah. And uh <clears throat> so John pulls over to another gas station. Makes a stop. He goes inside, finds the payphone, and as he's dialing the number, mind you, they have no idea the bomb has exploded. Yeah, I was going to say, did they feel it? They've been driving <laughs> all fucking day, dude. There's They've like, been oh, running that was a weird little shockwave. Thing, yeah. Um, so he sees on the television in the gas station, like, Harvey's Resort explosion, and he's like... Fuck. <laughs> well, there goes our leverage. So they book it to the hospital and they pick up Ella. And I just imagine like a scene out of a movie. Is there like John's got Ella in tow. She's got Jim in tow. And they're just rushing through the hospital and they pass the waiting room in slow motion. And then they all just stop. And they watch the replay of Harvey's resort blowing up. I mean, they're being so stupid. If their their leverage is gone, they should be incognito playing it cool i know not rushing to the hospital and escaping but they've had two car accidents <laughs> no sleeping like they've been pulled over a hospital stay it's it's and not john's going still in well. debt somehow yeah jesus christ so uh while they're watching the replay ella is on ella is on the phone making a call to the insurance agency Oh, for the car? And to a towing agency to have the car towed. And it's like, well, what the fuck was it doing up there? So Kind of near suddenly, where this helicopter yeah. was flying. Well, and I mean, the way that they have it set up is that their ears, their ears, there is like, they've got it set up so there are multiple drops so that it's harder to like, I mean, it would still be weird, but it's the 80s. So you just take everybody at face value back, yeah. then, I guess, if you're an investigator. Is she white? Take oh, her at face value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, a day goes by, and John reaches out to Bill and Terry, the two guys that helped him drop off the bomb. Remember those guys? Yeah. Two dudes that, he worked, that worked for him. Mm -hmm. And he tells him, look, I've got a plan. He's basically Dutch from, from Red Dead. <laughs> Always got a plan yeah. that never There's works. There's a plan. We'll make it to... Fucking Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Fuck's sake. Just shut up already, bro. So he says, I've got a plan, and it's to make another bomb. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. We're, we're going back to Harvey. We're going to, yeah, into the destroyed I, rubble. I have, we're setting it back up. I've got one move, and it's making bombs. So he says, I can make another bomb for another extortion plot. I just need you guys to stay silent about everything. And if you don't, I will have you eliminated whether I'm in prison or not. And these guys are like, this guy's an ex-Nazi. Yeah, that's fine. Once a Nazi, always a Nazi. And you know that he was just like, if you tell my secrets, I will have you. I will have your head. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> you won't tell anyone. I will have You've you. You've been on Schnell. I, I will have you eliminated. Schnell, Schnell. Yeah, it's, it's just bad news. Bears, I don't blame them. I wouldn't fucking say anything. That's no, terrifying. I wouldn't say anything. Shit. So, um... Uh, that same day, an FBI, FBI agent decides he's going to kind of put out his feelers for leads. See if he can find out about anything suspicious that was going on the couple nights before, a week before, whatever. And he stumbles on a report from a motel in South Lake Tahoe <laughs> about a white van and some suspicious men. So, he goes and speaks with the owners, and the owners break it down for him and say, yeah, these guys showed up. They were kind of weird. I'm pretty sure this one gave me a fake name. They had California license plates, but they didn't say they were from there. It was just kind of like nothing settled right, and they showed up really, really, really late. So, he goes, okay. And then, like, also a tow truck had to come pick them up in the morning to jump them. And he's like, okay, all right, sounds good. I'll, I'll look into it. So he takes the license plate number and everything back to his his office. While he's running the plates, he finds out that uh, the plates are registered to the restaurant owned by John. Oh, my God. How stupid. And so he reaches out to the restaurant and he finds out that the van was checked out to John Jr. for that night. Why wouldn't they just why wouldn't they just take it and say it was stolen? Like I immediately know. just report it stolen. Because I don't take the plates off. Because I don't drive. think they're very good at thinking ahead and realizing that like You shouldn't bomb a casino. Things can go pretty poorly when you're under duress. Like <laughs> So uh the FBI the FBI agent, like over the next couple weeks, kinda Kind of gets a, a plan together for approaching John Jr., right? So he he runs into Jr. when Jr.'s all by himself. He, like, stops him on his way into work or whatever. And he says, he basically asks him, hey, what's the possibility of you being involved with what was going on? What were you doing at the motel that night? You're a 19-year-old kid. What the fuck's going on? Uh, I was ordering a prostitute. No. Oh. Even better. <clears throat> oh, really? Oh, what's the cover story? John Jr. tells a federal officer that he's scoping out an area to plant marijuana. <laughs> I mean, this was before the war on drugs. But still. <laughs> what the... He should have said uh, a butterfly flew in the window and then a pelican-type bird flew in the window. You could literally and... just say, yeah, I met some some dumb some girl at a fucking, like, 
dumpy casino. Hey, I was, I'm we moving. We went over there, hooked up with her, right? I'm helping my friend move and the car broke down and it was Anything late. Anything else. Oh my God. So, now, I'm going to, I'm scooping out a place to plant some pot. Yeah. So, Fuck's sake, uh, Mr. FBI agent man. Even better, he tells, he tells the officer that uh, his battery died. So he left the van there and he's going to hitchhike home. So now you've involved a phony person. Somehow there's a, a fake person that drove you home. Who did they look like? What kind of car were they driving? I don't know. I was high on pot. I was trying to grow. I'm not sure. Is that what he said? No. Aww. No. But I mean, you're you involving people and it's just like, dude, you can't double down on shit like this. Yeah. You just say, I, I was paying for sex. I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where she came from. Exactly. So... Uh, then he tells him that he returned the next morning with Jim to jump it and take it back home. They, he knows about the, the tow truck, so he knows he's full of shit. Yep. You got to tell most of the truth. It's like somebody's never, it's like nobody's ever fucking yeah, hidden a body before. But, but John wasn't even there. That's the thing. Exactly. He should have just said, yeah, and then I called a tow truck. Yeah. Literally, you just have to say, yeah, it was stolen. Like, yeah, or that, yeah. The smartest move. Yeah, so, yeah, I checked out the truck to go help a friend move. It was stolen. So... Oh, he found it on the side of the road. I had a spare set yeah, of keys. It, it, it's so stupid. It blows my mind how yeah, dumb I, these guys I are. found it at the motel. Yeah. God damn. Now, late September, uh, at a power plant construction site... Did more TNT mysterious? <laughs> pounds of dynamite is stolen. That's not suspicious at all. And a month after that, 900 more pounds of an ammonium nitrate water gel explosives are stolen from that same power plant Dang. by good old John. He, they need better security at power plants with explosives. Dude, I don't Holy know what shit. it was at the 80s. They were just like, oh, this blows up. Man, no big deal. Nobody knows what it is. Mind you, this is this is pre nine eleven, so I guess everybody mm. was pretty light when it came to explosives I mean, you and, can... and potential terrorist activity. Yeah, I mean, no, no, you you think so? But we covered all those airplane hijackings that happened during the seventies. Yeah, that's true. The seventies, the golden age. Of I mean, it was hijacking. the time to make a statement with a fucking with explosives. Yeah, goddamn, just what some the people. fuck? So he initially stashed it. Where would you guess? In the walk-in freezer in his garage. Oh. No. <laughs> the custom-built yeah. walk-in freezer that's made for explosives. While, while his son is being investigated by the FBI. Has he told Grand him? Grand idea, probably. I, think I hope all, so. I think they all live together. So. Oh, so so no, they're all being investigated then if they're yeah. living together. Uh-huh. So uh, Jim is actually asked by his dad to help him bury all of the explosives in a dry creek bed seven miles from home shortly around the same time that uh, John is being questioned by the FBI. Now, in about, I think it's like early February, Junior, John Junior, is asked to testify before a federal grand jury on his whereabouts the night of the bombing. Ooh. And he gives the marijuana story under oath. Ooh. Yeah. And they, but they know he's lying from that story. Mm hmm. They do. Oh, so, shit. That's not good. So, a couple months later, in about May, 
a reward of five hundred thousand dollars is offered. Um, initially, was like three hundred thousand um, for any information of the bombing, but private. Um, what was it like? A couple private donors kicked in another two hundred thousand dollars, ringing it up to five. I wonder who. Yeah, I wonder Harvey, who that's gonna be. <laughs> the man whose building was bombed, uh, and who just so happened to get a couple hundred thousand dollars more than his building was worth from the insurance. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. So uh, after hearing about the reward, now this is we're coming up on. Uh, it's been almost 10 months since the bombing, right? Okay. So. But they got a pretty strong lead. Yeah, and I mean, this is this is kind of, it's it's kind of a big deal. Like, the FBI has been looking for a man that bombed a casino for almost 10 months now. So, it's kind of everywhere. They probably are like, ooh, I think we got away with it. They're yeah. getting cocky. Oh, of course. I mean, he's stealing more TNT. They are getting cocky. Oh, no. So, I, don't, I don't like that smile you just gave me. After hearing about the reward, your your girlfriend. Yeah, after hearing about the reward, Jim's ex girlfriend calls into the tip line and passes along some information that he told her. What was what was her name? He bragged one night about his dad planting a bomb (laughs) at Harvey's resort. What a fucking idiot! (laughs) Fucking, he's eighteen. He's a moron. Hey, girl. My dad blew up a fucking casino. Then, you want to suck my dick? And then he has the audacity to break up with that girl before everything fucking like disappears. Oh my god! So of god. course, when she sees half a million dollars in the 1980s, yeah, I call. She goes, "Oh yeah, Jim, that asshole. He fucking dumped me. He <laughs> said he said my my tits were different sizes." She goes, "You're going down." He said my my areolas were too bumpy. <laughs> What the fuck? They, he said they were too brown. <laughs> God. So, um, the FBI arrests uh, Junior on suspicion of perjury before a federal grand jury. Okay, I do want to say that that is $1.6 million in today's money. Crazy amount. I, fuck. If it were my current girlfriend, I'd throw her under the bus for one6 Fuck. I mean, I'm gonna tell her you said cut that. that out. Cut I'm that not out. gonna cut that out. <laughs> no, I, I would seal my lips against anybody well, that is a fucking officer. They can blow me. Well, yeah, but how much is the bond? You got 1.6 million dollars, but the bond's only 100 thousand. I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll I'd flee the it. country. <laughs> We're going to, to Ecuador. So, Junior gets arrested on suspicion of perjury before a federal grand jury. And they sit him down and they tell him he might be able to get a plea deal if he tells everything he knows. Ooh. So while he's sitting in there. No lawyer? Probably not. Um, what an idiot. They loop in Jim. They bring Jim in because, I don't know, his name was the one that was fucking dropped. Yeah. And they offer Jim the exact same deal. Oh, playing and against each they other. they both squeal their fucking titties off, Snitches. Fucking snitches. I mean, their dad's an abusive piece of shit. I don't blame them. But still, snitches get snitches. But still, fucking snitches for sure. Um, So the next day, John, Ella, and poor Bill and Terry all get arrested. They're all held for $1 million bail. Ooh. Except for John, who's set to $2 million. Ooh, reward money's not paying for that. Even if he had gotten the $3 million, he still wouldn't be able to get his girlfriend out. 
Damn. <laughs> and and probably Bill, let's be honest. Yeah, not John Jr. Yeah. He'd take out Terry and himself. <laughs> so a federal grand jury in Reno, Nevada, issued four count indictments against each of the six suspects in Harvey's bombing, including charges of attempts to interfere with commerce by threats of violent violence, interstate travel in aid of extortion. Jesus, sorry about the stutter. Transportation of explosives in interstate commerce and conspiracy to attempt extortion. John was later acquitted of the explosion, like of the actual bombing for some reason. Well, well that's because the FBI blew it up. Yeah, He's going to disarm it. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't hit the button. It's a fair point. So uh, John and company all pled guilty. John got a 20-year federal prison sentence and life in prison. Ooh. And Harvey's Resort Hotel and Casino was rebuilt at a cost of $18 million. Holy shit. And opened within a year of the bombing. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the the uh, underdog one, Harvey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the rich bitch. Yeah. And John died 16 years after incarceration. Shit. So, so 96? Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm the reincarnation of John. Oh shit. <laughs> you are. Oh no. Oh god, but yeah, so good old oh, fuck. good old John Burgess how, and his family long, of fuck ups. How long did John did did Junior get? Is um, he is he still alive? Is he let out? Let me see. That would be great if he's out living somewhere. We should dox him. I know, we're going to get a cease and desist somehow. <laughs> From witness protection uh, uh, Yet another one. Yeah. John Burge. Oh, I have pictures of all of them, by the way. Oh, great. You'll have to post them. Yeah. Suspects. Oh, you want to see the bomb? Yes. I. Yes, I definitely want to see the bomb. Legit. Imagine just an IBM fucking, like, it, sheet it, <laughs> over the top of that, and you would think it was a fucking printer in 1980. Yeah, it looks like... That like looks, a small version of the computers in war games. <laughs> the thing that I hate about pictures from the 80s is that they all look like they're snuff films. <laughs> Every single they picture do. from the 1980s looks it's like... the carpet. It looks like one that if lighting. you look just a little bit harder, you're going to see the dead body. Yeah, like, or like you're going to see a hand, yeah. a finger. Like you're going to see parts. You're going to see evidence. Bloody rags. This all is right, the explosion. Right. Yeah. Damn. All right. All right. So you got you got pictures of the yeah, suspects. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let me. That's let what me I want to see. Over to that one. I want to see what these fucking idiots look like. Well, I'm sure you can imagine. So, here's good old John. Oh my God, he looks like a Nazi. Junior, who uh. looks like he would say that he was planting marijuana to the FBI. Yeah. Jim, who somehow looks older than his older he, brother. Definitely. Ella, who looks like she would fucking marry an ex-Nazi. Uh, yeah, her face isn't that fucked up in the picture. Uh, let's see. This is Terry. No, no, this is Bill. Poor Bill, man. Poor Bill. He's the he's a victim. And Terry. Bill and Terry. They they were just doing their job. Yep. He looks like a fucking... He looks like an ex-Lufloff. <laughs> he does. <laughs> 
I'll get I'll get those. Yeah, post all those to the Instagram. So yeah, the fucking family of the eighties. A good old it's a it's an eighties family Christmas brought to you by D. (laughs) (laughs) Not pressure points, just D. Yeah, just by D. Oh my god. You know what? Fantastic. Fantastic two parter. Like worth the wait. Worth the you know, splitting it into a second uh a second episode. Yeah, you know, I and think And I got that the pictures. I think it turned out pretty well. I also um, want to point out that this is not sourced from Wikipedia. No. You I did actually it. did real research. Yeah. Uh I went through like a pretty hefty fucking timeline of of everything that happened. And it looks like it was wrote about the same time that uh John that Burgess died. Yeah. Like the the beginning of the internet because all of the Everything was written in Comic Sans. <laughs> and... <laughs> There's a great banner at the top. I think the background's like a yellow. And it has like a, a, a comic, like comic book style header that's like, the witnesses! And then everything's in Comic Sans. You're like, what the fuck? Like, what I are love you it. going for? I love it's, 90s it's web design. I wish that... Uh, I wish it was still like that. It's I wish sleek. that the, the website that I put together when I was in seventh grade was still up. <laughs> I can that only shit was imagine. Just, everything was center, and it was just like, what? What does D like? Football, girls, sports, <laughs> balls. Not, not men's. Like it was just like dumb shit. Ah, uh, was dumb. That's wonderful. It's fantastic. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing like an eighteen or eighteen nineteen eighties <laughs> botched heist. Oh. I to, love to it. Tie up the fucking longest longest season, season we've had, and uh, you're the heist master. You've done heists. I, I am. Um, we'll probably shoot for like a live stream the 21st or the 28th for for a holiday special. Yeah, just around there. We'll yeah, we'll figure you know, something. Follow out. us on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, and we'll, Twitter. And we'll let you know. We'll send out links. Yeah, find us on. Instagram, Twitter, at Point So Pressure. Hit them with the Patreon. Ah, actually. yes. For the final time of season four. Final time. So if you want your name on this list, just go to Patreon. It's it's cheap. Trust me. I, we are whoring ourselves out for cheap for you. Trust me. We're two of these people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, also, we do have some... I You know what? I'm going to commit. I've got a 25... Short clips, outtakes, yeah. re retakes, like uh, just funny shit from some of the episodes from here, basically from last season and before. I'm gonna put them all into one clip, post them on the Patreon. Yeah, so and you're gonna get that. It's just some like fucking bloopers. Most yeah. of them me fucking up an intro. Yeah, yeah. quite a few of those. So it, we, it's gonna be good. <laughs> we we've got some gems in there. Yeah, so expect that before the next season comes out. There, I'm committing. There you go. You did it. Also, uh, probably, maybe before the next season comes out, AJ will upload the video. You got to remind me. I keep forgetting of of the studio. So if you want to see the studio, remind the me. newer studio because we posted pictures of the uh, the upstairs one. Now we've got the the sweet the sultry downstairs, downstairs starting a '70s band studio. Yeah. It looks like a snuff film in here all we, the time. We should get some synths down here, some I'm, synthesizers. I'm fucking down. Make some music. Yeah, dude. 
Dude, I uh, like, love My girlfriend music. has a keyboard, so I'd <gasps> fuck with it. Oh, I really want a keyboard, even though I'm not musically inclined yeah, me neither. at all. Let's do it. We'll just de- 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 we'll just yeah. recreate the uh, the intro with single keys. We'll just do synthwave. And it'll it'll all be it'll all be with my voice for each each note. Oh God! All right, but hit him with that list. All right, I'm not the guest host. Abby, AJ's third nut. Lindo, NSA isn't real. D's nuts. Not me. Nordic Thunder. Toddy Waddy Poopy Snotty. Dark Runner. Oh Haley. Casey McFacey. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Like you're you're helping us. You pay for our hosting. We uh, we can kind of expand a little bit. Get some nice. If you if you go back and don't go back and listen to the first season, but if you do, you you can hear the difference. It's because of oh my it's because God. of the Patreon. When we were listening to the highlights, you can catch the difference, and it's yeah, it is drastic. It's so. pretty hefty, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, and and benefits. I I always say what what it what we use it for mm-hmm. benefits we got like 20 short little you know like 10 minute episodes of sloppy seconds which i am we need to you are, and i are going to record some more of those during this uh this little break so expect more of those um what else we we've got some like little behind the scenes projects and shit that we have on there uh you get some depending on the tier if you do like the six dollar tier you get like a sticker totally exclusive we don't sell that that design anywhere uh i'm pretty sure we have discount codes on there too yeah yeah the discount merch. codes for the merchandise so if you're gonna do that do the patreon first even if you cancel yeah. it after a month like you'll probably save more through the discount code i think it's like 10 or 15 percent off something like that and eventually, you will have exclusive access to our back catalog. Yes, eventually. that is very true. You're right? To, oh, our pilot is point. out now. Our pilot. Oh yeah, yeah, is uh, out on the Patreon pilot episode. Two hours first, long. Very first unreleased. Sounds episode. like shit. It sounds terrible, but uh, yeah, we break down some some pretty in depth shit personal things. And then yeah, the uh, eventually back catalog will be on there. I think I'm. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna work on that. Yeah. Getting the back catalog actually downloadable. Go for it. But uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next season. We'll have a date for the the season premiere for season five. Yeah. Here in a few weeks, we'll get that released and more information about the live stream coming. Yeah. Out. So we'll see you guys so, yeah. on the live stream. See you then. And uh, catch you fuckers next season. Bye.